This is Happiness Solved with America's Happiness Coach, Sandy Scarlatta. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's show. This is your host, Sandy Scarlatta, and I am so happy you're here. First of all, I want to thank each and every one of my listeners for all the five-star reviews, and I'm so proud to announce that because of you, Happiness Solved Podcast is now in the top 0.5% globally and growing. We just had our biggest month ever with over 85,000 downloads. So I have a question for you to ponder. Are you reaching your full potential or is something holding you back? I am grateful to announce the launch of the Peak Performance Mindset Academy, where you will discover strategies designed to transform your mindset and shatter your performance ceilings. Envision feeling unstoppable and confident in any professional or personal situation. Don't wait to start living your best life. Text PEAK to 26786 and begin to embrace the power within you. So when you text PEAK to 26786, you will receive access to my new book, Peak Performance Secrets. And as a special gift to you, the first 100 people who download Peak Performance Secrets will receive a three-month trial membership into the Peak Performance Mindset Mastermind at the reduced rate of only $19.95 per month. So don't wait. Text PEAK to 26786. Thank you for listening today. And remember, happiness is a choice and the choice is yours. Enjoy the show. Harry Conley, it's such a pleasure to meet you. And thank you so much for being here today. So well, excited I'm for honored. this conversation. I'm honored to be here because I know you have quite the wait list. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Helps when you know the right people, right? Yes, it does. <laughs> it really yes, does. And it's great because we we have a mutual friend, uh, colleague, and uh, that's really awesome. But I love that you have been helping entrepreneurs with finding their vision for more than 21 years, because what you have found is that without a clear big vision, right, people are never able to make it past their fears and stepping out of their comfort zone, fear of failing, fear of success. Love it, love it, love it. So right. critical. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the whole backstory to this, Sandy, is when I was in my late 20s, which was quite a while ago. Um, Not I was that doing, long, but okay. Well, quite a while ago, girl. I turned 61 this year. So this was a while ago. Um, you know, I was doing the nine to five, get the job, work your way up the ranks kind of thing. And I wasn't loving it. So I had a mentor, a woman who came into my life. And for the first time was told that, you know, you can create your life to look like however you want it to look. You just have to be super clear on what that is. And so with her encouragement, I took a day off of work. And with a legal pad of paper, I wrote out very clearly what I wanted my life to look like. Um, you know, the relationships I wanted to have, what kind of mom I wanted to be, the leader I wanted to become. I knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur once we started having kids. So I noodled a bunch of ideas around that, not knowing really the directory I was going to go, the direction I was going to go. <clears throat> and out of the blue, I wrote that someday I thought I might want to teach how to write vision like this on paper for other people. Um, not knowing what was coming in my life, Sandy. So I stepped into being an entrepreneur and built a really big team in the network marketing industry while raising my kids. And the very first thing I had to teach these women was how to have a really big why, a vision that was just bigger than anything to get through, you know, the rejection, the 
all the things. Mm. Um, so I've been doing this for quite a while in a lot of different ways. I love that because if you don't have your why and, and not just in business, but every single mm. aspect of your life, you right. have to know your why, because that is what that's to me, like my why is the gasoline that drives the engine. That yes. is everything that I do. That's right. That's exactly right. Even yeah. on the day you, want, you don't want to, right? That's, so that's right. There were, I that's told right. people there were so many days I wanted to quit that first business. So many days. But the reason I kept at it every single day was that my why was bigger than whatever I was facing, whether it was fear, whether it was rejection. You know, my family thought I was nuts for leaving the nine to five thing to go into network marketing in the late 80s, right? Uh, to sell lipstick. <laughs> was uh, it Mary Kay? No, I was in Arbonne. Oh, Arbonne. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Still, yeah. I still am. Uh, I built to the top rank of the company, had a really big team, did, did all the trips, all the things. It was just that about 10 or 12 years ago, I thought when th at this point in our life, um, we had raised our two kids and we'd become empty nesters. And I thought, you know, I'm kind of ready to like spread my wings a little bit. So I created some curriculum around how to write vision on paper. And I started doing little workshops and those little workshops turned into uh, mostly women coming to me that were wanting to have their own business that didn't have a vision, you know, so I would bring them into coaching to help them with that. And then I would bring them into a year-long business mastermind to help them with all the things. Um, but it, unfortunately, during that time that that was ramping up, I lost my husband in 2014 to suicide. And then three years later, lost my 25-year-old son uh, also to suicide. So it became a whole different mission of why vision became so important, right? Um, now I'm on a trajectory of wanting to launch a community for young adults. Um, because they're struggling and that's no secret. Most of us know that. Um, I'm just feeling really called to help them. So yeah, it, it will get you through. People ask me, you know, how are you doing all this? And the reason I'm doing it is because the mission is bigger, right? So yeah, I'm really, really passionate right now about vision being this anchor of hope for people. Mm. So yeah. you, you told me about that very briefly when we started before we hit record. And, and I was like, thank you for sharing that because I have one son mm. and it's every parent's worst nightmare. Yeah. Um, and I don't even know how you can talk about this because I'm like about ready to bawl my eyes out right now. <laughs> and um, <Don't> start. <laughs> We're both going down. I know. Start. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> but like, how do you move on from that? Not just one, but two. Yeah. Um, a lot of faith. I, mm -hmm. you know, I am very, very certain of where they both are right now. Um, so I've leaned on that heavily, uh, lean on God heavily. Um, I'm very, very clear that they are guiding me through this mission, especially my son. Um, so it's, it's just, you know, it's not an overnight thing, Sandy. I went, you know, I kind of went underground for about a year, especially after my son passed. Um, I kept, I kept working with the clients that I already was committed to, but I stopped kind of bringing the new ones on, um, so that I could, you know, just go inward for a little while. Mm -hmm. Um, so I did a lot of personal healing work. Uh, then I started, 
um, the other thing that happened for me that has helped me a lot is I started having all these uh, very spiritual, intuitive type people randomly show up in my life, Sandy. Mm. And they would bring me messages from the other side, especially again for myself, who I believe had that gift as well. Um, and they would, they, they actually were the ones who gave me the most hope. Um, and they still are. I still reach out to them when I feel like, okay, I need a little bit more guidance right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's been six years now since my son passed and nine years since my husband. So it's been, you know, I've been on this journey for a while. Yeah. So, and I continue to heal with communities that I'm in doing my own work and launching this young adult thing has been, like I said, a big mission for me. Um, my own podcast I launched a year ago called moving through and beyond. I bring guests on that have been through some sort of major trauma of their own in their life. Um, most of them very successful, very public people that are willing to share their story and how they got through it. Um, which has been amazing. Like, well, and that, that, well, well, thank you. That, that would help. That would help you. For sure. To talk to other people. I mean, that's yeah. why we're, we're having, that's why I launched my podcast right. and why we have these conversations because not only does it help me, but I know that there's got to be many people that are going to listen to this that are going to be touched by what you have to say and it gives them hope. And that's right. what it's all about so that we can collectively help raise the consciousness of this, of the planet because exactly. it takes a village. It takes, it takes a lot of people to help a, all of us get through everything that we're dealing with. Exactly right. Um, and unfortunately, especially in the young adult community, uh, isolation and loneliness is at an all-time high, like yes, record high. Um, and there's lots of reasons for that. Um, but we do need to be talking more to each other. We need to be really checking in more with each other on a regular basis like we never have. Um, and not assume that just because every somebody looks like they've got it all together, <laughs> that they don't have a story or they're not struggling because that's just not true. Um, we're all, we're all working through something on some scale in our life. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. th there's nobody out there that is unscathed at any point in time. We all have, we all have childhood trauma. We all have certain things that we deal with on a daily basis. Sometimes big curveballs hit us, sometimes little ones, but it's, you can't get through this world, especially in today's world yeah. without some sort of, you know, yeah. I I just say I'm from a baseball family, so I say curveball. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. So true. Um. So when I say young adults, I'm talking, you know, early 20s to early 30s. Uh. And the reason that I'm so um pulled towards that age group is because I kind of feel like, um, there's a gap of of not enough help for that for them right now. I think there's been a lot of focus most recently on teens and kids in school. Yes. Um, you know, it's suicide prevention, suicide awareness, um, but not so much for the kids that are coming out, starting their lives, you know, going to college or starting their yeah. jobs, getting relationships. Um, you know, they'll be the first to tell you because they tell me that they're drifting and they're not happy and they don't know what to do about it. Well, and I think there's also, you've got so many people that, that are, you know, you should do this or you should do that. Right. Yeah. And college isn't for everybody. Right. You know, so you, you have a group of kids who have been told that they they're supposed to go to college, but that may not be what they want. And they end up in college and they end up miserable because this is not what they want to be doing. 
that's just one simple um, example. There's just so much being thrown at these kids these days. And um, a, a friend of mine, well, they, they were neighbors of mine. Um, this was about a month or so ago. The, the, her youngest um, boy, her youngest boy took his own life. Mm-hmm. And that was a real big wake up call for us. I haven't seen them in probably 10 years because they moved across country, but it was somebody that my, my, my son grew up with. And, and it was really, it was really devastating. Cause I think that's the first person, thank God that he had any sort of relationship with that, that went through that. And it's, it's hard. It's really yeah, hard. It is hard. And, you know, uh, um, it hit me the other day that when I was talking to my team about, okay, what exactly are we going to be doing with these young adults inside the community? You know, and I told them, of course, obviously, I want to work with them on vision, purpose, you know, having a game plan for their life, creating it the way they want to create it. But they're also struggling a lot. Two things that are keeping them up at night right now, money, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of them are coming into this adult world. uh, They're adulting years with a lot of debt. Uh, you know, not a great way to start your life and they're not, and then, and not knowing how to manage money. And the other thing is relationships, struggling with having healthy relationships and boundaries around the relationships they're in. But the other thing that hit me, Sandy, was that they also, I think because of what's happening in our world are struggling with a lot of grief. Mm -hmm. I don't know that any of them probably has not been touched by suicide or losing losing a pal or, you know, a, a schoolmate or something. Um, so I thought, wow, we're going to have to integrate that in as well. And yeah. certainly that was not a thing for me when I was coming out of school. Um, but I think it's unfortunately a big part of their life now. It, well, yeah, for sure. It, it really is. Yeah. And and I think it's just, you know, every, every child has their own, their own journey. I was, I was actually grateful that my son got through high school without any of his friends dying because mm-hmm. when I was in high school, I probably lost four or five people mm. when I was in high school yeah. and it was mostly car accidents, you know? Okay. Um, yeah. and, and so I was like, so relieved when he graduated from high school, I was like, oh my gosh, thank goodness. He didn't have to experience that because it's just so awful. But now mm-hmm. he had his a whole other set of issues, right? Yeah. So, which, right. You know, they're always going through something. So, so they're not getting out unscathed. Um, but that's really amazing that you're starting that community. Um, and I'm doing something very similar, but for athletes to work on mindset. Um, and I'm making it for 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 teenagers and and young young adult athletes because they're not being taught any of that either. Like so it's just there's all these gaps that need to be filled in because our education system is not doing it. Right. Whether you're paying for education or not, whether yeah. it's public or private, you are not getting these life skills that you right. and I have come to make part of our fabric and part of our being. Right. And, and they need these skills more than ever. They do. I have two grandsons now, um, eight months and three years old. And my daughter now is filling out forms to, for, uh, the three-year-old to go into a a very nice private school here, um, a Christian school, which is lovely because both my kids were blessed to be able to do that most of their life. But I'm still looking at her going, still not enough. Yeah. Right. We're just not, we're not, the educational system has not caught up with how our world is now. No. And there's gotta be, you know, so it's hard for me because I'm the grandma and I, I have to kind of like, 
Um, she reminds me all the time, you're not the mom. You're not the mom. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> and I trust that they're making the best decisions for him, but she, I also do let her know. And she knows because we talk about this a lot that um, there's just a lot missing right now and emotional intelligence and how to deal with relationships. It's just a different world. Well, it really is. And I feel like, you know, they say that for children, anytime you have like a traumatic event happen, there can be times that that's when your emotional development stops right. functioning. Right. Right. Um, and I know that that was the case for my son. And so I did as, as best as I could to instill a lot of these things in him because then he had, you know, life totally changed two weeks after his 13th birthday. And then I didn't, he wouldn't listen to me for a number, number of years when yeah. now he's 23 and he's finally like calling and ha wanting to have 20, 30 minute conversations with me where we talk about life. And, and this is what we used to do when he was little. Yeah. So, but, but you've got that, um, you got to get them when they're young and, and plant those seeds. Yeah. You know, Yes, but but even so, even so, they, they still are like sponges at yeah. that young age because they still haven't been, you know, uh, destroyed by by no. people and, and society and all of that. So before we, because I, I want to, <clears throat> excuse me, be respectful of your time. Yeah. Because um, I know you have another interview coming up. Um, I want to talk about when you get a new client as a, um, a woman that comes to you and they want help with their vision. Can you give the audience just a couple of steps, you know, maybe like three steps, that, things that they need to think about when they start wanting to create that vision and their why? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for asking, because this is my sweet spot. And this is what I've taught to thousands of people. And before we uh, end here, I'm going to give a gift of a workbook, a free a downloadable workbook. Oh, nice. And so that people can do this. But here's the process I work people through. Um. Number one, understanding that when you have a crystal clear vision in writing, not rolling around up here in writing, and I'm going to tell you in a minute how to write it, um, and you have targeted dates on things you're working towards, it can fix just about everything you're struggling with in your life right now. Mm. Uh, especially if you are wanting to launch a business or running a business, it will help you make way better decisions with your time and your money and where you're spending it with. Um, it will help you craft a monetizing business instead of running a really expensive hobby, which most people do. Uh, it's leadership. You can't lead or influence anybody if you don't have a powerful vision that you can convey to everybody where you're going. It will be that anchor in all the storms. Like I said earlier, on the days you want to quit or life just really gets tough like it has for me, it's going to help pull you through. So you need to understand that before you do anything, you have to have this clear vision written, right? Second thing is you need to take a day like I did, maybe not a whole day, um, but a good hour or two in total quiet time, get away from the phones, get away from your family, get away from everybody and get out a journal and date it at the top as if it's three years from that day. And then after you put that date, write how old you will be three years out and how old your family members will be. Because time and aging is non-negotiable, right? It's coming. And three years sneaks up like that. And a lot of people, when I get to, especially women who have kids, you know, when they look at what three years looks like and how old they're going to be and how old their kids are going to be, they're like, okay, there's some shifts coming. 
And so I get them to sit down and write out in every area of their, of their life what they see it looking like as if it is that day. Okay. Here's some areas you can think about your faith life, community, whatever that means for you, your family, friends, fitness and health, finances, your field, which is your career and fun. And Love don't it. think anything else. No matter what your life looks like right now, it doesn't matter. Write anything that is coming to your heart, coming off your head, whatever you want it to be. Because I do believe that this is when you get in this quiet space, this is God in the universe talking to you like he was with me when I was 28, knowing what was coming in my life, which is why I know for sure the whole trajectory of me writing, I want to teach vision to other people because God knew the plan. That's right. right. So you got to get quiet. You got to write it out. And then what you can do once you've got the three years is you can reverse engineer it, Sandy, into one-year goals, very specific six months, 90 days are crucial. Every 90 days I revisit, right? Mm -hmm. So that I know every day, very intentionally what I'm doing hour by hour. And it all all lines up with my vision. Um, And it's easy for me to say no to the things that don't. So I have a very clear calendar of only things that are moving forward. Yes. So So beautifully said. Wow. (laughs) Thank you. It's not my first rodeo girl. I've done with this. Apparently (laughs) not, Carrie. Thousands and thousands of people. Yes. I love it, Carrie, because not only knowing your why, but but you said something there that I just want to emphasize, which is everything that you do is very intentional. And you have to have that focused intention with everything you're doing. Right. Because it's so easy. You know, I'm like one of these chasing shiny objects. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to design a t-shirt. I could easily put everything aside and spend two days playing right. around with a t-shirt logo, blah, 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 blah. I did yeah. that a year ago. Have I launched a t-shirt brand? No, I haven't. I've got, I've got a logo. Yeah. But see, it's so easy to get distracted. I know. Especially, you know, entrepreneurs, upside of entrepreneurs is that we're all creative. And the downside of entrepreneurs is that we're all creative. And we all creative. <laughs> Most of the women business owners that I've coached, Sandy, they've come to me with this exact thing, right? I've got this idea. I've got this idea. I've got this idea. And as a coach, what I'm able to do is once they tell me the vision and we set some solid one-year goals, I'm able to say to them and lovingly, if I were your coach, I don't know your business plan or your trajectory, Sandy, but I would probably say to you, great idea. Let's table that for a little while, right? Um, I told somebody yesterday, she said, I want to launch a journal. I'm like, girl, you don't even know you're not monetizing your business yet. You can't let's table the journal <laughs> still where, yeah. So a good coach is somebody who knows your vision, knows the goals and they keep you like right here. You, right. Yeah. Yep. Right exactly. here. Yeah. Well, I ended up, um, because my coach was like, okay, so I have my 30 day goals. I have my one year goals. So the t-shirt is in the one year goals, but they're not in the 30 day goals yet. Right. Cause I got to accomplish all this stuff first. And right. then I can go to the one year and I love the three year. And I I've been doing that future cast letter. Um, like I've been writing a letter to myself, you know, one year I've been doing that for 20 years. I hadn't yes. thought about it for three years. And I like that because I turned 58 and seven days. Mm-hmm. And three years ago, it seemed like it was so far away. And now here we are. Here we are. And here we are. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've only got two years left in my fifties, you know, 
Yeah. Um, you know, I, I got to make the most of it. And so I really love that. And I'm going to try that too. I'm going to do that myself because I really feel like, especially as you get older, like you don't, it's easy to look a year ahead, but when you start looking three years down the road, you know, sometimes for me, some, some people will say, oh, you need your five-year goals. And I think that's important, but five years is almost too far for me. I like the three year. I think that's a yeah. little bit of a sweeter spot. I think so too. Um, and organically about every three years, we kind of see shifts coming. Yeah. Um, especially when you're raising kids, right? Yeah. Um, I'm getting, I turned 61 this year. So, uh, and a lot has changed in the past six years of my life. As a year after my son passed, my daughter got married, settled here in Oklahoma, has two little boys now. And, you know, here I am a grandma and I've, yeah. I mean, I have to think three years out of, okay, what do I want to be doing? Well, yeah. Why grandkids, that changes everything. <laughs> everything. Yeah. I moved here because of all that. Um, so, so yeah, it's good. We have to look ahead because like I said, it's coming and most of us don't. And when it sneaks up on us, we're standing here going, what just happened? And I'm not prepared. I was, I wish I would have thought about my finances three years ago. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's crucial at every stage of life. Mm. Carrie, I love this so much. What an amazing conversation. You're, you're like one of these people that like, we're going to have to schedule another conversation in like six months okay. or something. And let's do this again. Cause we, we could just talk for hours. Yep. Um, so how can people find you and talk about how they can get the free gift and, and sure. everything? Uh, so I have a website. It's just carrieconley.com. My podcast is called Moving Through and Beyond, and it's on all, all the platforms, doing really well on YouTube. Um, but the gift that I have is my first book that I launched is called Vision is Victory. And it's literally a workbook to ha help people sit down and write this vision. So if they text the word victory, all in caps, to 26786, 26786 victory all in caps they'll get that book downloaded for free and they will also land in my email so they'll get my weekly newsletter knowing where what else I'm doing and what I'm launching and you know more of my story yeah but victory right yes victory all right I just sent a text to that victory to 26786 Correct. Again, that's 26786. Text the word victory. And I will make sure that is in the show notes as well. Thank I you. use Mobex Pro too. <laughs> love, it. love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right, Carrie, thank you so much. I got it there. See how folks, how easy that is. Here's a copy of your vision victory. Awesome. I've got it right here on my phone. I can't wait to take a look at that. And I hope all the listeners do as well. So Carrie, yeah. thank you so much. You're awesome. Oh, so glad we got connected. I appreciate you letting me come on and share my story and spread, spread the hope. Absolutely. Carrie, thank you so much. And thank you to everybody listening today. I certainly hope that you enjoyed today's interview. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, I hope that you and your family are healthy and safe and that your lives are filled with peace, joy, and happiness. Take care.